1: Welcome everybody, two guys and a mic back at you after a beautiful weekend. Hope everybody out there had an outstanding weekend sports and or otherwise the big dog and a coach at your service. Right up until 11 o'clock, five days a week, one hour a day, five in total talking sports and more here on the two guys at a bike show, TalkZone.com, your 24-7 internet service, all kinds of shows at the TalkZone.com, you name it, we've got it, we span the globe on topics, some of the ones I don't even understand, but uh, quite frankly, some of the shows I don't understand are the ones I enjoy the most. Can't quite figure that out, David Olson, speaking of a person I do not understand, But enjoy him the most. David Olson, our producer on the other side of the glass, helping us out. And we get an outstanding week of programming. Quick little bit of music, and then let the march madness begin. Indeed, lots of basketball watching over the weekend and lots to come. Just the appetizer before the main course. Five weeks of the elimination, suspenseful type basketball. I believe it's an event that is known as March Madness. Many of you may be familiar with that particular commodity with plenty of it over the weekend. We got the more championship games today. Lots of action. I think right through the week they do a nice job. Nice job of spreading out some of those conference tournament championships. I think you got the summit league and the Atlantic and we'll go over some of the ones, but I think every day of the week, you got conference championship basketball Thursday. Some of the big tournaments start actually the big East because they got so many teams start Tuesday. I think they actually started like six weeks ago and nobody noticed, but at any rate, March Madness in full swing, dog and a coach will be with you amongst the madness. It's a time of year that we absolutely love. And uh, let me welcome in my good partner, check it in. Via the telecommunicative phone lines out in Aurora, Illinois, I looked at the uh, newspaper obituaries over the weekend. Did not see his name. I looked at the crime report. Did not see his name. I figured all was good. Joel, how are you, buddy?
0: Uh, well, I'm doing a lot better now than I have. I don't know if I if I told you on Friday, I didn't feel right. Like I was so knocked out all weekend. I I I've been in it's just I've been in horrible condition, coach. But lucky for me, I got Lily the lilac. cheat. I spent four hours traveling yesterday, just spend seven hours nursing me back to wow. health.
1: Wow. That's dedication Fun. to the cause.
0: Yeah, no, she also taught me a couple, uh, you know, ancient Chinese secrets, how to how to get healthy. It's actually starting to work. I had, like, this crazy fever, Coach. Like, I can't even explain it, and my mm-hmm. mouth is full of sores, like, big ones.
1: Okay, so you picked up, uh, and again, we grossed out people, I think, on Thursday's show. I don't know if we need to do it again, but you apparently... It sounds like this is not your typical cold or flu. This is something rather no. unique.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it is. I've but, had this happen to me about 10 years ago. It'll go away. So. Uh, what are but, the yeah.
1: symptoms? But, uh, did you have uh, fever, temperature?
0: Yo, like, did my, yeah, yeah, well, my, I don't know what my temperature was, right. but I was freezing, and I would touch my head, and it would be totally hot. Uh, I started. I felt totally better last night. She felt my head. She was like, oh, you're running a fever. I was like, you should. I don't know about now, but I felt. Feel like I, you know, when you feel a little bit better, you almost feel normal. When mm-hmm. you're in like, like I didn't even eat for a, for a whole day, and I think I watched more television in the last three days than I have in my entire life combined. Wow. I mean, I all I didn't really leave the couch. I just sat. I watched Godfather one and two from start to finish, uh-huh. and oh my god, I have to admit, I finally put the whole movies together. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like. Like, I, I, I always watch them, and I could tell you what happened. And then finally, like, just sitting there and watching both movies and not moving off your couch
2: mm-hmm. and not
0: being really able to think and just absorb, I was like, oh, I finally, uh, I know who Solasso is. I know why. I know, like, I figured out why everybody double-crossed.
1: Who God, who I, haven't s- I, I haven't seen that. I, the, the original Godfather I probably haven't seen for 25 years. I couldn't even relate. I mean, I mean no, it was a phenomenal movie. Yep. thoroughly enjoyed it one of the best of all time but if somebody some young person asked me to give a synopsis of it now i don't uh-huh. know that i could recollect the storylines
0: you know it's it's a, a three and a half hour movie coach uh-huh. so both movies at seven hours plus was commercials it was nine hours of me just sitting on the couch and i didn't move wow and uh but the the first one it's the 40th anniversary this year it came out in 1972 so they're making a a big deal about it and it's just like that was the first time I had watched those movies from start to finish since I originally saw them back in like
2: 1985,
0: mm-hmm. and I was just reminded that movie is just they're 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 just phenomenal. So all I did all weekend was sit on the freaking couch. Uh, so yeah, coach. Uh, I know if you want to know about sports, I got you this weekend, no work. And uh, today I'm, I'm not leaving the house either. Today. I'm going to stay in, and today is a good day to do it. You got the Atlantic 10 Women's Championship at four o'clock, okay? And then at 6 o'clock, this is, a, this is a good day for me. I cannot complain. On ESPN 2, at 6 o'clock, that's when the men start. So it's the Metro Atlantic Basketball Championship.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? Uh, that's going to be a good one. And then at 7 o'clock, they don't mess around, Coach. So you're going to keep on getting final after final. you got the Colonial Basketball Championship. Okay? And then you have the West Coast Conference Championship tonight.
1: That one's then, not as exciting, because correct me if I'm wrong, the one and two seeds, the Zags and Brigham Young, both are going to be in, no matter what?
0: So that, uh, you, you're right. You got the teams wrong, the Zags and St. Mary's.
1: Okay, so that's, you're, you're I mean, exactly it, right. it's a great matchup, but they've played each other before, and they're both going to make the tournament. To me, that takes a little bit of the luster, although it's still a great the, matchup.
0: No, you're exactly right. Of the five games tonight, that is the least important. So you're right. That's the fifth game. I Are you might sure?
1: Watch. St. Mary's here because we just had a couple of uh, emailers shooting in that it's BYU, not St. Mary's. Oh, is it really BYU? Well, I, you know, I don't know.
0: Because it says right here live Gonzaga versus St. Mary's, Cal in a title game in the Las Vegas. Gonzaga title last yeah. year.
1: You might it's be right what? because the the uh, thing I'm looking at is says number two seed BYU. Well, BYU would not be seated ahead of St. Mary's. Would they? say Mary's had a great year.
0: Yeah, St.
1: They're not in the West
0: Coast Conference, Coach. Who? All right? they're, they're in a different conference. They're St. Mary's? In the West. Yeah. Oh. B- BYU, they're not even in that conference. I, I didn't want to, like, I, I don't know any other simpler way to say it, but they can't be playing them in the finals because they're not in the conference. Okay.
1: All right, continue on. I I broke the interruption of the great. You know, I'm starting to get excited here. You got my, uh, quite all right. I mean, my my blood blood pressure moving.
0: I mean, uh, who? Hopefully, Illinois ends up meeting Wyola in the in the Big uh, Ten. You got my
1: blood pressure. I'm getting excited here. Please don't bring up Illinois basketball to bring me down. Keep it going. You got me going.
0: And then we got Asheville, North Carolina. Okay, and then it's the Southern Basketball Championship. Nice. And I don't know who's in this one, but I'm pretty sure North Carolina. Asheville, that one team that, or did they already win theirs?
1: Yeah, they're already in. uh, Let's see this. What league is the Southern? Is uh, Samford? Samford against Appalachian State, a school that once turned down. He still has the rejection letter. Our producer David Olson did not get into Appalachian State, so I know David will be rooting for the fine boys from Samford. That's that's gotta hurt when you don't get accepted to Appalachian State.
0: You know, I understand, but uh, for some reason. Dave doesn't know how to load a buckshot gun.
1: <laughs> what do you think on the uh, on a Craigslist, Big Dog? You know, I'm not familiar with it, but you're you've had a little experience. A rejection letter from an Appalachian state. You throw it out there on Craigslist. What could David Olson purchase?
0: Uh hundred bucks. Well, well you, you, know, you, you know what? With something like that, you're going to want to start trading. You're going to want to <laughs> start trading. Don't forget, some guy had a word processor on Craigslist and <laughs> traded up to a Ferrari after Wow. A I mean, the story is freaking hilarious. He, it's one of the funniest things you will ever read, Coach. <laughs> this guy is a Pakistani guy, okay, and basically he had no nothing. He had nothing, and he started out like with a word processor, like a decent word processor that he couldn't use because the guy can barely read, okay. And he turned it into a Ferrari in eight months. Wow! And it's like his only possession.
1: <laughs> Not so, bad. Yeah, that's pretty Not good. Bad. Can it? we get him to be? Uh, can we get him to be the general manager for the Chicago Cubs? I like that.
0: That's an excellent idea, Coach. Wow. Now we... you're thinking out the box. Now that's like that story is like eight years old, but it's not a. Uh, it's like it's like right when Craigslist came out, mm-hmm. that guy did that like within a year. That so works. that's like the whole. The, so that it, if we're gonna start trading up, how long would it take us if we start with Dave Olson's Appalachian State rejection letter until we get to a Ferrari? I, don't
1: well, think, it's I be- think I think I was I wasn't thinking that big. I thought you could start off with maybe a you know couple year old uh, uh, you know refrigerator maybe.
0: Um Okay, then you can trade that up for like a lawnmower.
1: Yeah, possibly. Okay.
0: And then next thing you know you are trading the lawnmower up. Yeah, not bad. Oh,
1: yeah. Get a brand new washer and dryer, we're all happy. All for a rejection letter from Appalachian State. At any rate, they're playing uh Sanford, Southern Championship. What time is that game on Doug?
2: Oh,
0: that is on at eight o'clock tonight. Woo-hoo! So five championship games tonight, and you know, one's the ladies, and that's in the <laughs> afternoon, and then four men's at night and you're exactly right, three of the four men, the loser ends their college basketball season, and the other one gets to go dancing. So those three games. And then the other one is Gonzaga versus St. Mary's. So you're talking about two teams that really want to win their conference, and they're two rivals, and so that pretty good night of college basketball.
1: coach. Uh, we're getting some angry emails from uh, Summit League fans. Isn't the Summit League semifinals today?
0: Okay, well, ESPN, just I was just talking about the finals that are on television all right.
1: for all of us uh, basketball viewers. Because we got so, Oral Robert. Roberts taking on Western Illinois, our Fighting Leatherneck in the semifinals. It's been a brutal year for Illinois basketball. Big Dog, who knows? Maybe the Leatherneck could be this year's Cinderella's.
0: That could quite possibly happen, Coach.
1: You Six o'clock, they're taking on Oral Roberts, South Dakota State is taking on, I don't know who the hell they're taking I might be Oakland, but you got Summit League semifinal. At any rate, there's great basketball, uh, some terrific games again tonight, and we get all that off of a, a tremendous weekend. And, Big Doe, you were, I mean, I feel bad that you were sick and laid up with a variety of uh, strange illnesses, but one of the few advantages of not feeling well is you do get to watch uh, a lot of TV. You don't feel so guilty doing so.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I was like, I honestly don't think... You know, I keep track of my steps, a pedometer, on my phone, Coach. And the best way for me to tell you is this, that I am what is called, like, extremely hyperactive. Like, a normal person, an average person will walk about uh, 7,500 steps in a day, okay? Mm-hmm. So about two miles, okay? And I, I, I average 16,000, okay? So it's more than double. its I'm always walking and moving and stuff. So the, over the last three days, I have not reached 2,000 steps yet. In three
1: days that's a shame <laughs> so yeah it's bad. It's bad. that is a shame and i'm glad, glad you're keeping track what is that thing you used to strap onto your ankle the pedometer was
0: it oh i don't have to, i don't use any of that yeah. it's in well, my no, phone.
1: nobody does anymore but remember for a while they were quite in vogue in fact the people that liked them a little bit too much were kind of annoying but you remember that for it was like a trend for a couple of years
0: yeah you know that there's nothing wrong with that those pedometers are eh. really cool it, no, no, you should put one in your phone. They have apps for them. The whole thing, you of all people, mister, more people should walk. Point, when you said put one in your... In their hand that says, wow, I've walked 2,000 steps. You know, like, maybe I could, I could take another walk around the block. Well, you know, so man. You've been a sourpuss for like a
1: year. Let me throw some technology at you here. Instead of the pedometer, or the app to get a pedometer. How about just walk for 40 minutes and look at your damn watch and say, Hey, I walked for 40 minutes. How's no, that no, work no, for I, you?
0: I don't, why don't you keep track of everything else? It could say, Oh, you could, my phone does all that, Coach. The increase, how? Whatever.
1: I got no, it. 12 I minutes into, into the, the show, app, Big Dog, in your
0: you know what, and I do just go out and go for walks, and I do stuff like that, and then I'll come back and I'll be like, well, I put up 18,000 steps today. Okay, so I could really care less. All right, but for uh, most people, some people need uh, quantitative stuff. Okay, so uh, you, uh, I mean, you weigh 102 pounds in your 6'3", okay? There are a lot of fat people in the mean? world that need to walk a little bit. Okay?
1: 195 and a half pounds. You keep saying that. I'm not as... Then is you make me out? Well, to My whole point
0: is you, you're in good shape. I'm, Thank I'm just kidding around. You're in good shape. Thank you. You know, uh, you have like you know you have typical health issues of stuff that you have not created yourself. Okay, which yes. I can, I'm like, hey, you know that's you're growing grown man. It's not like somebody's
1: my biggest oh, health issue. Mouth,
0: I got the sugar.
2: Oh,
0: I got the- <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, maybe if you exercise a little bit and, and ate and quit eating like candy bars for breakfast, you wouldn't have got it. It's
1: amazing how so, that happens. Yeah. So right, right now, is, my biggest health problem, big dog, is I like to go to the doctor like once a month. That's an issue. Well, that, you are a hypochondriac. That's, that's, probably, that's, that's probably psychological.
0: You know, I, I'm supposed to be, when I'm a burglar, I'm supposed to be a hypochondriac. I will never go to the hospital. I've had broken bones that have taped up. I broke my hand in my house like four years ago. And I just basically I put my own popsicle stick, set it, and I fixed it myself. Mm-hmm. I probably should have done that because well, actually, you know what, it works pretty good, Coach.
1: You are a self healer. You are Sorry. you are you could be a preacher, man. You're a self healer. The big dog. Uh,
0: I'm not exactly sure uh, what would I what would it be like Judaism. I'm not exactly what would I be the the leader of.
1: I have, Well, I don't know, but you're a self-healer, meaning you haven't gone to a doctor. You've had many ailments, but somehow you bounce back bigger and stronger than ever. You're a man in a pretty good fitness shape, so that was the self-healing I was talking about. I was trying to give you a compliment after you aggravated the hell out of me the last 13 minutes.
0: Well, it, it's funny you say that because I don't think over the last couple of days I've felt worse in my entire life. So I can't be that good of yeah. self-healer.
1: Give me give me one hour of talk with you, big dog, and I guarantee you'll be right back in a sick bed at about eleven o five today. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm starting to feel that way right now.
1: <laughs> I got forty five more minutes. I'm just beginning with you, young man. By the way, just to make you feel a little bit, uh, to get your temperatures up a little bit more, many emailers I don't know if they're upset with you, but questioning, questioning your uh, background of famous Polish people. First of all, let me preface it by saying we wish everybody a happy Kazimierz Pulaski Day. Uh, here in the city of Chicago, folks, Kazmir Pulaski, a famous Polish general, uh, a large Polish coagulation here in the city of Chicago. It's a day off of school, believe it or not, for the city kids and for a lot of public schools in the suburban area. I know other areas across the country probably going what, but but it's uh, it's legit. Kazmir Pulaski Day, big dog. I know you have some Polish genes, in you a happy Kazmir Pulaski Day to you and yours. First of all, I know the family probably celebrates tonight.
0: Uh. I really don't hang out with that side of the family too much. But I will say this, Coach, I'm going to have kielbasa. I'm going to have some uh, practice. I'm going to have some good stuff. I'm going to make some pierogi. I'll nice. Pierogi with the, kielbasa? The
1: I'm familiar with the kielbasa. The pierogi I'm familiar with. What was the third item you mentioned?
0: I'm not re- I, I'm not really sure what I said. Okay. Right, I'm that? really not thinking right,
1: Coach. Okay. Well, that's all right. It makes for good radio. When you are thinking right, studies show when you are thinking, when you are of sound mind and body. Quite frankly, you're not that interesting. When you're off kilter a little bit, that's when we get our best ratings.
0: No, I, I, you know, I don't know why Polish people are so skinny. There's a lot of like really skinny Polish people, and all they do is eat. They drink whole milk, uh, and they don't even put it in the refrigerator. They go get them. They get the gallon of milk. Yeah. They bring it home. They put it in the center of the kitchen table. And then they sit around and talk all day, eat pastries, and then drink warm whole milk. Ew. Okay. I am not making this up. What are they going I, to I know a lot of Polish people that live in the neighborhood of our old radio station. And then uh and then what the white bread, which is bad for you, and nothing but like meats that are like eighty percent fat. What's Yet, the average
1: lifespan fat? of a Polish person? Like nineteen?
0: Well, in my family, fifty seven.
1: That's we, we come at it from different angles, Big Doe, but both you and me are rather health conscious. That would not be the recommended diet, I would think. No. Now, warm whole milk, little kielbasa, some patries, uh, that's not good. No, and
0: uh, well, lots of cabbage. I can't explain the amount of sauerkraut and cabbage, and that takes everything out of you. It's like the best roughage in the world. Interesting. And the amount of booze that my Polish friends drink, you know, that's not a, uh, that's, a that's really not a, what do you call it, stereotype. I mean, it's it's true. My friends are focused, they drink vodka. Like, they're the only people where I'm like, man, those people really drink a lot. I think they drink too much.
1: Maybe the gaseous substance that is emitted from the cabbage slash sauerkraut consumption. Well, sauerkraut's mm-hmm. German, right? So more yeah, of the but, cabbage.
0: You know, you re- well, you, yeah, you do realize that. Like, well, it's cabbage, but it's sauerkraut.
1: Okay, I mean, all right. Cabbage is, like, so maybe that gaseous emission, Big dog possibly uh, eats up, burns out, gets rid of some of the cholesterol that would stick to the arterial situation and possibly cause a heart attack. So maybe you have a, a kind of a gas-burning situation, pardon the expression.
0: Well, I, I do know that uh, oats, oatmeal, and then also pears, they have the exact opposite molecular yeah. structure of, uh, of cholesterol, which means that they, they attach the cholesterol, and they pull put bad the bad cholesterol out of your body. Yep. Maybe cabbage does the same thing, Coach. Seriously. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. But so that's like why Polish people
1: do live longer than they should. They're just very lonely because uh, nobody wants to be around them for obvious reasons. Yeah, you
0: know, when I go to like, oh, oh my goodness, like if if I mean like the like cookies and stuff, the pastries at some of my friends' house, coach, it is they're like magical how delicious they are, and then they wash it down with warm milk. I'm like, what is it? It's yeah. so good you're trying to hurt yourself at the end. So like, I don't know how you can drink cold milk. It's, I don't yeah. understand
1: that. Yeah. Warm milk is a struggle. Now, uh, getting back to the controversy, Big Dog, and again, I don't mean to upset you. You're just recovering from a, uh ill-will weekend where you were under the weather. But um, just to review Friday's award-winning show, when we brought up the fact Casimir Pulaski Day was coming, you had given us a quick four top-ranked famous Polish people. You put Copernicus, number one, Chopin, number two. Joe Montana three and Dan Marino four an interesting foursome but we had some angry emailers
2: firing yeah, away
1: at you for getting uh, a Lacuala, for getting a Pope John II and there were even a couple of old dudes who even mentioned art director film director movie specialist Roman Polanski.
0: Uh, you cut me off by the way and I we, it was like I didn't even get to go into all the Polish people and. Uh... And I would have got. To, I, I was about to say Pope John Paul II. Let go of us. It did not come into my head, but I, it would have eventually. Okay. But yeah, I, I was about to say the Pope, but somehow you cut me off. So,
1: sorry, sorry about
0: that. And then you know, was you didn't believe? No, you know, you started out because you didn't think Copernicus was important. Who's probably one of the most overrated? Com- whatever. <laughs> whatever. You know, it's just because you're stupid. That's all. So it's like you know, you're just dumb. So you say Copernicus was overrated. There's no Galileo. If there's no Copernicus. So
1: without Galileo, I got to think about that without Galileo, you don't there- even know
0: what Copernicus did. And you, you probably don't even know what Galileo did. So Co- I'm not trying to be rude, but just sitting there over, you're, you're calling <laughs> Copernicus overrated. It's, it's ridiculous. Could <laughs> you name one thing Galileo did?
1: Uh, Galileo? Yeah. The printing press. No,
0: that would be Gutenberg. Huh?
1: Oh, I got Galileo. All right. Galileo was the astrology guy.
0: Well, astrology are, or astronomy, depending. You know, either or.
1: I always think those two yeah, are you, basically yeah, you the same.
0: he would be able to tell you that on Tuesday you're going to have a hot flash. I'm sure <laughs> he could do that for you also.
1: <laughs> I always got Gutenberg and Galileo confused. So okay. it was Gutenberg so, with well, the printing press. Thank you.
0: Well, Galileo basically was bad from the, the Catholic Church because he agreed with Copernicus. Copernicus was the first person to ever say that the Earth is not the center of the universe. And that might not seem like that big of a deal, but when he said it, they mm-hmm. kicked him out of the Catholic Church, and they tried to kill him, and he wrote all this beautiful stuff about how the world is heliocentric, and he determined that we went around the sun, figured out how many days the, the year was, all kinds of incredible stuff, and he did it with a telescope and a piece of paper and a pen.
1: What year, approximately, that, What year was uh, was it Copernicus?
0: Uh, Copernicus was uh, early 1400s, and Galileo oh. was late 1400s. Wow,
1: all right, well, right now on the oh, I mean, uh you know the i'm I'm looking at the ratings and, and from um uh, whatever this website is it's got Copernicus on the third team, but what you're saying is Copernicus should clearly be a first team all poll.
0: Oh, okay, well, you're looking at a website, yeah, let's hear the left, let's hear the the first team on the website if Pope John Paul the second will be number one I understand that <laughs> I mean
1: you know, and I can understand. Well, so what you together. got Alek a Roman Polanski, a Joe Montana, and I forgot. I can't even read the other name. Don't worry about it. Okay. At any rate, wow. Well, um, well, I just wow. I, got, I find that funny. They put
0: Copernicus at the third
1: level, third team. I don't understand it. He could have been special mentioned. It's that. it's just not right. Fourteen hundred. You, you know, got you got me convinced. I will write in. I'll send an angry email that Copernicus should have been a unanimous first teamer on the All Poll team.
0: Now the reason for the lack of respect for Copernicus is too many people <laughs> You can yeah, you go ahead and laugh. I'm making fun of you right now when I'm when I'm speaking. Is too many people could care less about the history of mankind and where we've come from. Yes. And we're wondering why we have so many issues going on today. It's because too many people are too stupid to look back at how we've gotten to where we are and why we're in the situation that we are. Why do we keep on repeating mistakes? Because too many people think that they know way too much what's going on now and they have no idea how we got here in the first place.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd even take it and I'll take the criticism by the way, I absolutely agree with that comment. I'll even take it a step further, big dog, and say that too many people are wrapped up in the minutiae of their regular lives, and obviously, uh-huh. we all have things we got to take care of, but but all of us, I think get way too caught up in the just the regular routine and the minutiae of our life, and we don't step back and think big picture and part of thinking big picture is looking back into the day's examples like you're giving, and that helps. Our big picture expands. I'm with you 100%.
0: Okay, so now that you've said that, I I take back calling you names. I'm not in a good mood today, Coach. I don't feel like being. uh,
1: All right.
0: What do you call it? Antagonized. All right.
1: Let me throw out the phone number out there in case uh, people want to add to our first team, second team, third team, all Polish team. Again, happy Kazmir Pulaski Day to one and all, particularly all the big dog. Uh, And the coach with you right up until 11 o'clock. Phone phone number is 888-463-6748. Feel free to give us a call. User-friendly. Sports Talk Radio here. The dog and the coach. Nothing to be afraid of. 888-463-6748 if you want to check in um, right up until 11 o'clock. Big Dog, let's continue on the sports theme uh, with your permission.
0: Oh, please. Heck
1: yeah. All right. College basketball, first and foremost, March Madness is right there. We already talked about some of the games coming up tonight, but let's review the weekend that was. You watched a lot of good basketball. I'll throw it your way. What sticks out in the most? Uh, teams, games, moments in time, plays. What did you see from an early, uh, early dismissal of March Madness?
0: No, uh, we always talk about it, coach. We actually especially when it comes to college basketball, college football and stuff. We really appreciate regular season championships. And Michigan State was trying to earn the outright title against Ohio State. who was trying to yep. get a share yesterday. That game was phenomenal. And uh, the cool thing about that game was it was a Michigan State ugly, ugly, boring game. Not boring, but you know what I mean, just like tedious. Yep. Up until uh, – they had to lead the whole game. The whole game. It was two nothing Ohio State, and then Ohio State didn't get the lead again until it was 52-51. and then from there did anybody get more than a three point lead until the game was finished when William Buford hit the fadeaway uh, jump shot to make it seventy two seventy. I mean, that was it was that was one of the classic back to forth back and forth finishes that I've ever seen in college basketball, and and it's really cool that the Big Ten. You know, I look at the matchups that they had. They had a real good shot at typical. Typically, maybe getting a Big Ten championship matchup at the end of the season Mm because it's like at Illinois, Wisconsin. You know, this year you would have to admit that Ohio State was a favorite, and if there was a team after them, you probably—I don't know—I thought Michigan State was pretty good with Draymond Green, but uh, that was a phenomenal game, coach.
1: And I'm glad to see teams playing so hard and putting so much emphasis in winning the regular season championship. That was good. To see in uh, boy this this Big Ten season one of the best ever, Big Dog. And after all the battlefields, the mines, the explosions, the war, the uh, the controversies, you know, after two and a half hard months of basketball, it comes out. Correct me if I'm wrong. We got a three-way tie. So congratulations to Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State. They come up on top at the end of the many battles.
0: Yeah, especially to Michigan. I mean, the idea that they would get a third of the Big Ten championship year i mean i was that was a long shot coach so well uh, you know we've been we've been waiting how many years have we been waiting for michigan to turn turn the table
1: yeah turn pretty, the pretty much since steve fisher uh, moved over to san diego state but you do remember uh-huh. uh it was the coach here who jumped on this michigan wolverine team uh, not this year but i at the end of last year Mm-hmm. I started jumping on them. You remember they had a good Big Ten tournament, a lot of players coming back, and they were kind of, uh, my team. So I'm not totally surprised by that great, uh, team chemistry. They lost what? Uh, Darius Morse? Yeah. Right? So he was the one what missing other? link. Everybody else, everybody else was coming back. And to say the least, the uh, freshman that filled his spot, Trey Burke, I'll tell you what, I hate to say this. I think he's better than Darius Morse.
0: You know, uh, Trey Burke, I, he, he might be good enough to go pro after next year, but he's also, I think he might, if he stays for four years, he's going to end up being uh, the Big Ten player of the year eventually. Wow. Uh, that guy
1: can, I mean, he's a good basketball player, coach. True freshman. Really coach. True freshman uh-huh. steps in. And how many of these guys do it now? Right after high school. I mean, when you think about it, you know, a year ago, he's playing in front of a couple thousand people at high school games. Mm-hmm. And in just a one year jump, you know, he's not, you know, playing eight, nine minutes a game starting point guard for Michigan playing against some of the best teams in the country. And it didn't take them a while, dog. This kid was good right from the get-go. It's amazing how some of these true freshmen can step in and do that. Maybe it's not that amazing, though, because of the AAU basketball they play since they're age nine gets them ready for it.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say to you. I mean, these kids play like uh, Trey Burke. You know, if, if this was, you know, 1975, yep. you know, and a freshman could play. At that time, he would have come in being like, am I as good as these guys? Well, now Trey Burke, since he's been a freshman, has been playing against these guys that are, you know, with the Syracuse and Kentucky and Connecticut and UCLA. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can play with those guys. Mm-hmm. And I swear to you, it's confidence. All these guys have work ethic, not all of them,
1: okay? If it's, if they have work ethic and talent,
0: you got to assume that most of them are going to have the work ethic. All of them will have the talent if they're getting D1s. All
1: right, real quick. What other uh, besides Ohio State, Michigan State? What other moments in time, teams, players, coaches, games uh, stuck out with you over the weekend?
0: Just the Bulls beating the uh, uh, the Bulls beating the Sixers yesterday was pretty cool because uh, Derrick Rose was pretty electrifying down the down the end. And I, I mean, I love all the guys on the team. The Bulls really do need people to step up, whether it be Luol Dang a little bit more often, but. It, it, I mean, Derrick Rose, I, we don't like him taking all the shots yesterday. He needed to, Coach. He really did need to take those
1: shots. You know what? I want to want to get to the Bulls, but I got my March Madness uh, fever oh. going a little bit. So let's let's make sure we finish it up on college news. we got a caller checking in who I think might want to talk about uh, some college basketball. But I do want to get to the Bulls, Big Doug, because it was a great game, and Derrick Rose was truly special. 888-463-6748, the phone number. Let's go out to line number eight and check in with caller Rusty Checking in, and Rusty, how are you?
3: Good morning, guys. I had to call in because you're chiming about the Big Ten and you're talking about things about the Big Ten. Yes, it might be one of the most popular leagues this season across the landscape of college basketball. The big question to throw out is, is this conference really for real? You know, in years past, you sit there and you think, okay, Big Ten's going to do a lot. But then they always seem to fall apart. Now, Michigan State has shown that they can do some things. Ohio State has shown the last couple of years. I'm not sure if this conference is just that good. You got five teams that can stand they're out the best this year, conference maybe. In America this year. <laughs> <laughs> they're, the,
0: they're the best conference, and all these people saying that oh they they fall apart, whatever. If you think about who has been in the Final Four in the title games in the last ten years, the Big Ten represents awfully well. Okay, so. So how have they, they falling apart? <laughs> Explain to me how they've fallen apart. Big Duggar, they haven't fallen apart yet because they haven't gotten to the big man yet. You said they fell apart. They, you said from the last they go they always go to the tournament and fall apart. Well, give me, give well, me a couple examples. Well, we always example.
3: think about the NCAA football season. They always fall apart in the bowl games. Okay, well, we well, know that for You, you sure. said But basketball. we're talking about You men. said
0: basketball. <laughs> we're not talking football. We're, the Big Ten is the fifth-best conference in America. You said this, basketball. They always fall apart in the tournament.
3: Give me an example when they I did. I, so, well, yeah, the, the teams that usually fall apart is going to be yeah. Illinois. You know that. And, of course, Bruce Weber is going to be on the hot seat and gone before even he gets a chance even probably to coach an NCAA tournament game anyhow. He may not even get in there to begin with. But, no, you know, like going to win the big tournament. Well, I'll tell you the truth, I've got this thought in my mind, that Northwestern and Illinois will probably end up meeting in a play-in game just to get
0: in the tournament. That's me. my thought.
1: The cats are dancing, the cats are dancing. I don't know, Big Dog, I as much of a Big Ten fan as I am. They're and not
0: going to put a major conference team in a play-in game because they don't want Illinois or Northwestern playing the number one seed in the first round. But, that won't happen. But,
3: but the thing impossible. is, though, the they want Northwestern to get into the tournament. You know that.
0: Well, they do. They, they absolutely they do. It. But if they they can't have Northwestern playing the play-in game, Rusty, because the play-in game plays the number one overall seed. And obviously Northwestern isn't the 60 60- Fifth to the 68th best team in the country. They're around 35 to 40. So if they're in the tournament, they're not going to screw over a number one seed by putting them in the play-in game. Well, yeah, but not that's all number okay. one seeds in game. Didn't they put
3: the number one seeds against like 15 teams? Not I mean the play-in games against the 15 seed last year. Did
0: was, they do you know, that? Did they change that? Oh yeah, that's right. They did. They did. They did. They, did. they weren't all to the number one seed anymore. Last mm-hmm. year there mm-hmm. was like a five. It was yeah. They did add that. So hey, there you go. Maybe they can. That's a good matchup. Rusty. great call. Northwestern versus Illinois in a play-in game. I'll take that right now.
1: But I don't like the insinuation or implication from the both of you that, you know, that the committee wants Northwestern in, implying that if Northwestern gets in, it might be, you know, a little charity cause. I think if the Cats beat Minnesota, I think they've earned their way in the tournament.
0: I'm going to tell you this straight up right now. They would never do charity in the tournament. They would never. They they would want to, but they're never. They would never do that. Okay. I would, Russ. but they will. They will make sure they get matchups like coaches of former schools in the second round somehow. Don't you notice how that always happens? Like there's always some strange matchups in the second round that you just kind of shake your head and like they did that on purpose. But I don't think they would. I don't
1: know. All right, now, Rusty, the uh, Big Ten basketball teams. Well, I kind of agree with you a little bit that they have. They've had some periods of struggle in previous tournaments, and you know, Big Dog asked to go into specifics. I don't know that I can remember, but it's...
0: Coach, they, it seems like I know in football, they they lay an egg. Okay, they lay an egg. Okay, and I, I can't defend them, but it seems like everybody bashes the Big Ten every single year, but yet the Big Ten's always they get the least amount of teams in sometimes out of the major conferences. I, I don't see them laying an egg like everybody else does. Okay. I They've had a couple good runs. Ohio State, Michigan State have had real deep runs in the tournament. Wisconsin has gone to the Final Four in the last ten years. Uh, how bad is this conference? If if you name every single team in the Big Ten, they've all been to the Final Four in the last fifteen years. Besides Northwestern, who's never gone. Iowa and Purdue haven't gone since eighty and eighty one. And Penn State, well, heck, even Penn State, lowly Penn State went to the Elite Eight a couple of years ago. So, if this. This horrible basketball conference that everybody rips on—they certainly have a lot of teams that get to the Final Four in the last ten years.
3: Well, uh. I can agree
0: with you, Big Dog, on that. But I
3: will say this: you know, the Big East—how do they get ten teams in every year? Of course, they've got seventeen teams in their conference or eighteen teams, whatever the number is.
0: And 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 I will tell you, the top of the the Big East obviously must be really good because they end up having a team get to the Final Four perennially. I I, I truly in my heart, I try to be objective. And, and the, the Big East has been bigger the bad. A lot better than the Big Ten the last couple years. This is the best Big Ten season in a long time. And if you don't believe me, guys, look at all these teams in the preseason. They played extremely well in that conference. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, Illinois, you beat everybody besides UNLV, who's pretty good, and Missouri, who is great. And then they really handled everybody else in the preseason. They got killed in the Big Ten. They're nowhere near as good as any of the teams in the Big Ten. They are a legitimate number nine in the Big Ten. So, uh, Rusty, I'm going to I'm going to say right now that I will bet you that the Big Ten plays above their seat. If you, if you understand what I'm saying, they go further than they're seated this year. They well, we'll even see get in the one. matchup. Well, uh, matchup. we'll see if they get challenges or not. Well, yeah, they're, they're going to get some because they won't even get a second seat. They will not even uh, the top Big Ten team will be a number three this
1: year. No, that's not true. That's no, I think
0: true. Ohio State yeah. may have Michigan, a shot at one of
3: the
1: top spots. Oh, well, Michigan State, both Michigan State and Ohio State right now are probably two seats. So I don't know, Coach.
0: All right. well, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's set in stone right now.
1: Okay. Well, we I got mean, if big,
3: you're
0: looking at what, Syracuse, Duke, Syracuse, or Syracuse.
3: North Carolina, depending on which way they go there, Ohio State or Michigan State, one of those, probably more Ohio State. Would be in one of those spots, and then so it will be the fourth. It's is all any...
1: going to change with the conference tournaments. They're
0: not, they're not going to give any number ones to the Big Ten. That's not going to happen. The number ones are going to Kentucky and Syracuse. North Carolina is possibly getting the other one. Kansas, possibly, or Missouri, but a, there's no number one going to a Big Ten mission.
1: It all depends on the conference tournaments. But you're right for a Michigan State or Ohio State to get a one. Those are the only two that could they'd have to roll in their tournament and a Kansas and a North Carolina and Duke would all have to like get upset early and then maybe, but you're probably right on that one. Rusty, we appreciate your checking in with a little tournament fever before I let you go, give me a quick winner tonight in the Southern Conference Championship. Davidson, the Wildcats, Bob McKillop's ball club taking on the dreaded Canamount from Western Carolina. You make the call. Uh
3: Davidson I, I like them over the years. I'll stick with them.
1: A lot of our Western Carolina listeners not happy with you right now.
3: And I'll take them by 12. <laughs> wow. Well, that's a cost
1: get to the bookie. I got them by 10 plus the points. All right, uh, Rusty, we appreciate the call. Thank you very much, Big Dog. Rusty checking in. Uh... Hey, Rusty. Have a good day, guys. Thank you very much. You can too at 888-463-6748. Just when we were getting the Big Dog's fever down a little bit. Rusty calls in, and boom, I can feel the the temperatures rising, my friend.
0: Coach, coach, you got to understand, <laughs> I have not moved for three days, okay? And I'm a guy that's obviously hyperactive. Yes. I have a lot of pent-up anger right now and energy, a little bit of both. So, All right. But I'm smiling right now. All
1: right. Well, very quickly, let's let's, let's finish out the March Madness, get to the Bulls, and uh, I don't know if we're going to get to the big story of the weekend. That's the New Orleans bounty hunt, and i got a feeling I'm going to have a different take. Maybe I'm wrong but a different take. We, we might end the show on another argument like we started the show. So we'll... uh, I'm
0: not even, even going to get into that. That's oh, yeah, you, yeah,
2: you
1: I'm going to take I'm you understand. there. Whether, whether you, you want to go there or not, I'm taking you there, my friend. Just hold my hand. We'll follow the yellow brick road and head into new uh, NFL bounty hunting. But uh, real quick, I'm surprised you didn't mention anything about North Carolina and Duke. North Carolina put on sensational performance, and you talk about regular season championships those two teams are playing for the ACC Championship and Carolina absolutely blew out the Duke Blue Double.
0: Yeah, it was they never made the game. I mean, they legitimately were up 37-18 and they made they got up by more than 19. I mean, but they were doubling the score, okay? At one point early in the game and I don't think Duke cut it to within 10 at all during the game, did they Coach?
1: And the game I mean, was at Duke, by the way.
0: Yeah, and they 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 cruised, uh, uh Peyton Manning sitting in the, the first row of that game. And, yep. uh, he stayed the whole time. He yep. stayed the whole time. That was pretty cool. I, thought that, I would have had to get up of that.
1: When that Tar Heel team hits on all cylinders, they are downright scary. Uh, speaking of good ball, club, we got to throw some kudos out. It was not a memorable game. Syracuse knocked off Louisville. It was a very good game. But the reason I bring them up, Dog, is uh, uh, one loss. One loss in the Big East regular season for Syracuse. How impressive is that in the last... 30 years, I believe, that is the only the second team to get through the regular season with only one loss. Phenomenal performance by Syracuse this season from start to finish. Whatever happens in the tournament, they've had a sensational season. And
0: that, that's amazing. Only the second time in 30 years. I mean, the Big East has been perennially incredible. So uh, it was probably Georgetown in 84-85, I bet. That was the team that did that, is what I would guess was the one. But
1: be uh, Patrick Ewing and the boys?
0: Yeah, and Michael Graham and all those other guys. Lock the doors and keep your daughters in is all i got to say about that group.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, that, uh, you're exactly right, Coach. Syracuse has kind of people, they're one of the better teams in college basketball over the last couple of years, and they're not getting any love whatsoever. You know, they were undefeated early in the year, and people were like, oh, we're just waiting for them to lose. I remember people, somebody said that. Although, they're not going to go the field, we're just waiting for them to lose. Now they lost one game, and Kentucky is better than Syracuse. Would you agree with that, Coach? Yeah, I
1: think Kentucky and North Carolina, tallow wise are better than Syracuse.
0: So now that Syracuse is not undefeated, they have one loss, and but we kind of agree that Kentucky is the unanimous consensus number one. Now, so we just forget about Syracuse. I would. So Syracuse probably might be the pick in the in the tournament. You know what I mean? It's one thing to have one loss. Everybody telling you how great you are, but like you got one loss and you kind of are forgotten about. That Syracuse might be the team to look out for in yeah, the, start the, the start. Yeah. I mean, that's really not going on a on a limb when saying something like that. Come on.
1: Yeah, they are, and they're also quite frankly a team that could get upset in the first or second round. But but you know, right the now first. I just want to know kept... not the first round. No, huh? they won't. Not right, the, first. Not in the se- first or second. round. Second or third. But in the Sweet Sixteen. Hmm. It's possible, but but the point I'm trying to make is what a sensational regular season with all the quality of competition they play, day in, day in, day out, night in, night out, week in, week out, on the road to go into these other teams where you know how badly they want to beat Syracuse, their fans are all juice for you, the team prepares, the coaches study film, every game against good competition, and they lose one the entire, every other game they win, That's that's impressive. That's impressive. And they beat Louisville over the weekend to finish that regular season. Final um comment real quick on the March Madness over the weekend. Big deal one of my favorite conferences, Purity, Basketball Purity. That's what I call the Missouri Valley Conference. Love those teams. Championship game yesterday, Illinois State. I was shocked to hear that a pretty good basketball school, not great, but pretty good, have not been to the big dance in 25 years
0: it was '87. I thought they went in '88. Also, well, wow! So it's been since '87. I uh, am shocked. I would know. not have guessed that. I, I thought they. I know they. I, I knew they went in the '80s a couple times. I would have thought they went since then, because the MVC was getting. They had a couple four big years and stuff. I know they weren't getting those. I just yep. that, that's shocking.
1: And again, the United States, uh, their program has been uh, pretty solid. So, you know, it's a, ba- a good, not great, but a very good basketball school.
0: So, so here I am, Coach, and I'm watching that game, not knowing if I should really root for Illinois State because oh, I want them to get in so bad.
1: Oh, you're right. You're right because if they got in, Creighton, that's the team I'm they were bad. playing, was still going to go, and that would take yeah. one spot away from Illinois or, or Northwestern. Hmm. I had that so, thought too, but you know what?
0: I was I was in for Illinois State, but I was like, you know, that's I was like, if they win, Northwestern's going to have to win two games in the Big Ten I, tournament. I don't know, about that's that. what I was thinking.
1: It would it would take more than just Illinois State. It would take a bunch of teams winning games like that. But at any rate, Illinois State had a, a tremendous, great game on Saturday where they beat Wichita State right down to the wire. But they did. And unfortunately, no happy endings. Creighton did win the game. Congratulations to them. The coach's son, uh, uh Greg McDermott, the coach, Doug McDermott, the player, he was unbelievable in the fourth quarter. And Creighton ends the Cinderella story of Illinois State by four points in overtime. Great game.
0: Yeah, that that, that McDermott kid. How about fundamentally sound, Coach? Ooh. Oh my goodness, he's good. he is like the pivot foot master. Okay, he gets the ball, Next you—he just starts pinning on his pivot foot, and then he like lays it in. It's it's, it's really amazing.
1: So first team, all American. I just wrote down four names. See if you agree with me. My first team, all America team. I got, uh, um. Isaiah Cannon from Murray State. I'm going to put him all the way up at first team. I might be jumping the shark a little bit, but I'm going to throw him in there. Doug McDermott. Tyler Zeller from North Carolina. Thomas Robinson from Kansas. How am I doing so far?
0: You're doing really well. I you mean, so? all those guys are phenomenal.
1: But but typically those are not first team. Those are not like big name, but but I think they're deserving of first team. Who would be other contenders for all of them? Yeah, the other fifth guy is probably Anthony Davis.
0: Oh, from Kentucky, he's you know he's up for Player of the Year possibly, you know so you know he's up there. Uh, what that Jardine kid from from Syracuse has got to be up there.
1: Uh, Chris Joseph, you mean?
0: Chris Joseph, okay.
1: Chris Joseph uh, and- probably Syracuse's best player, but I don't know if he's I don't know if he's ready to crack that five. I I'll throw it out to the listeners out there. Anybody, anybody, and again, this is not the sexy top five. But it's the five that come to my mind here that have played the best this year. Isaiah Cannon, the sensational point guard for the racer of Murray State. Doug McDermott. Tyler Zeller. He's the ACC player of the year, Big Doug, probably. Yeah, he's got to be, especially after his performance in
0: uh, against Duke on Sunday or Saturday night. Yeah.
1: And he's not flashy. But he is. He gets the job done. He's efficient would be the best word.
0: I would definitely
2: say
0: that. Yeah, He's uh And it's funny, the worst game he's ever had in his life was against Duke last time, Mm -hmm. and he came out and played like a man-possessed. I mean, Tyler Zeller, for the first 38 minutes of the first game, was dominant in the last two minutes of the game, decided to gift-wrap the game back to Duke, and then Mm -hmm. to come back and grab the championship back from Duke. He led that team out out the whole day.
1: Yeah, and for a big man, he really gets up and down the floor well. I mean, they, mm-hmm. you make a basket against North Carolina, and they get it in and get it out in about three point five seconds. No exaggeration. Maybe two point five. If you're not back on defense, Tyler Zeller runs the middle of the floor, gets the pass for a layup.
0: Yeah, they don't they don't take a chance. They never lose an opportunity for a fast break. Everybody flies down the court, if it isn't there, they pull up. You know that's. But they don't ever miss an opportunity to get an easy layup mm-hmm. on the other end. So, uh, we, I don't like Roy Williams, but
1: We team. missing anybody in our first team All-American team, College Hoop fans, 888-463-6748. It would not have been the five you would have picked at the start of the year. No, no, no. Anthony Davis, Thomas Robinson, Tyler Zeller, Doug McDermott, and Isaiah Cannon, but I think that might be the, I might be forgetting someone. 888-463-6748. If we were, it's a one-hour show. We gotta move quickly. Dog get back to the NBA and um, you were mentioning the Bulls and a big win over the Sixers and of course Derek Rose again phenomenal but uh, your thoughts on that one?
0: Yeah, he was uh, absolutely electrifying uh, last night. Uh, it's funny he's I love how he plays all out totally uh, with the intent to step on your throat when you're down and finish you off and then he comes to the sideline and smiles with his teammates and gives hugs and stuff. Uh, it's Coach, we're lucky to have him as the superstar here in the city Mm -hmm. of Chicago. I I like everything about the kid. How
1: about that game winning basket where he, you know, you thought you've seen everything from Derrick Rose? That one, I guarantee he does not practice that shot.
0: I hope he doesn't, by (laughs) the way. He came flying up the left part, left of the lane, and then with his right hand hit a floater on the baseline going out of bounds. Yeah. And it was all net. And you could tell it was. just the way he burst past everybody, it's, it's really cool to see a guy with that much athleticism and that solid of a body, even though he's only 6'2", to really work on his game and, mm-hmm. and really try to become a skilled player. And he keeps on getting more skilled and more skilled. And, and by the way, just, just want to throw this out there on the Bulls while I put this to bed. I understand that some of you guys aren't the best offensive players. Everybody on the team can play defense. Uh, but flat out, when you're on the line, ten seconds to go to the game, hit your freaking free throws. They went one for four. uh, (laughs) Taj Gibson and and Joachim Noah, we need you on the floor at the end of the game. You can't be missing free throws. We can't have guys. I mean, that that could have cost the Bulls a game.
1: You're
0: you're in the NBA. You can't hit one out of four free throws.
1: Joachim was one for two. Taj, uh, brick, brick. Not too good. Other NBA action, by the way. Bulls, that was a big win over the—a uh, very good, by the way. And yeah, we have not heard the last of the Philadelphia 76ers. They're a pretty good ball club. But um, we should mention New Jersey Nets won Darren Williams. Fifty-seven points, Big dog.
0: Talk about a skilled point card. Woo. The best mid-range game in the NBA, and he was on fire yesterday. 21 of 21 from the free-throw line. That's, that's getting it done. 57 points is the most ever scored by a net in a basketball game, and the most this season by any mm-hmm. player. It was a heck of a game by Darren Williams. It was against the Charlotte Bobcats. I mean, you, I love Darren Williams. He's one of my favorite players. But I have to admit, it was against the Charlotte Bobcats. But I really think if you can put Darren Williams on a good team, he was drafted by the Jazz when they were horrible, and they all of a sudden started going to the playoffs, and now he ends up in New Jersey, where he truly is the only player on that team. Coach, they're not good.
1: Taj Gibson, the much-maligned Chicago Chicago boy you were just talking about, was quoted in the locker room afterwards. Give me the playing time of Darren Williams, and I could put up those numbers. Yes, heck yeah. The 21
0: from the 21. What's the chance of Taj Gibson hitting 21 consecutive free throws?
1: Uh, Goodness. Celtics knocked off the Knicks. Rajon Rondo, how about that? 18 points, 17 rebounds, 20 assists. Big dog in one game. He had better statistics than you ever did in your career at the frost level at Downers Grove North.
2: Yeah, one, ga- one
1: game, he awesome. did that.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that was unreal. It, it sh- they showed four other games in NBA history to compare with that, the, the four other games that were better than Rajon Rondo's. But the guys on the were well, the Magic Johnson game was just as good as Rajon Rondo's. Uh, but there was two other ones. One was Will Chamberlain, who had a 22-point, 21-assist, 25-rebound
1: Overrated. I'm
0: that kidding. One of the,
1: I'm kidding. That's one
0: of the craziest stats. I mean, a, a, a 21 and 25 stat line on your assists and rebounds. And the other one was Oscar Robertson, and he was like 32 points, 21 rebounds, uh. 20 assists. You know, so I was like, wow. He had a game where you bring up the names of Magic Johnson, Will Chamberlain, and Oscar that's... Robertson. Whenever you're in that particular mix, uh, there's a couple of things you want to do is have a condom on, Or be playing basketball.
1: (laughs) Or a combo thereof.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's awfully good.
1: good. By the way, uh, the Bulls, a good game tonight. No rest for the weary on top of the Summit and MACC Championship games, all the college March Madness. Don't forget, you got the Bull taking on their arch rival. One of their arch rivals, the Indiana Pacers, should be a good game. Indiana Pacers, all five starters, go Marilyn Monroe, Sophia Loren. What
0: does that mean, Coach?
1: Double figures. Oh, I like that! Thank you very much. All five starters averaging over ten point. I told you before. I think the, you know, with Miami Heat. Yes, but don't forget the Indiana Pacers. They're starting to develop a team chemistry. They're a good ball club, and that coach, second year coach, pretty good. Never heard of him before he took over, but he's pretty good. Coach the, is it Frank Reich or something like that? The
0: East is loaded. You just brought up the the Sixers, and you're, you're exactly right. We, the Heat, and the Bulls, of course. Uh, the Pacers and I could totally agree with you. We saw what happened with the Pacers last year and the Bulls. That, that team, that, that series was ridiculously hard. Okay, and then don't forget, you know, the Knicks. All of a sudden, are playing really, really good basketball And Orlando. Well, I guess that could be tough in a playoff series because they got Dwight Howard. You know what I mean? The East is loaded, and out west, it's like if if you could beat the Thunder, you can get to the finals. So everybody out west has a chance to get to the finals. It was, it was uh,
1: like, the, it, like, the balance power has changed. Just, just to give credence to what you just said, Big Doug, I heard a sports talk host driving in, or was it, I think it was last night, but talking about it's important for the Bulls to get the one seed so they can play what he thinks will be the eighth seed, the Boston Celtics, who will be the easiest of the eight teams to get in. And initially I'm thinking, like, are you crazy? You want the one seed so you can take the Celtics? So it'll be the easiest matchup? And then you start thinking of the other seven teams, including the New York Knickerbockers. And you know what? He might be right. The Celtics are the easiest of the eight, and by no means are they easy.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that sentiment, because the Celtics have great D, and they're old, and they got experience, and they could win in a playoff series. But if you think about everybody else that is out there, if you take away the experience factor and just think about, okay, right there, right now, who's the best team? If you're not worried about the experience stuff, it There's no way can the Celtics really beat anybody in the playoffs. I mean, you kind of feel that way. They're not deep enough, and these guys are really, really old. But then again, they're still guyly and wily veterans, so whatever.
1: All right, the dog and the coach will be with you all week. A lot of March Madness talk. We did not, big dog, get into the old New Orleans, Greg Williams, bounty hunting and football. I do have thoughts on this, but uh, we will have to uh, go a little soiree tomorrow with your permission, okay, because we're running out of time here.
0: Please, please, we definitely need to do that
1: tomorrow. Yeah. Sounds like you're not all that fired up to talk about it. A football guy like yourself, I'm surprised.
0: I know I I am extremely fired up to talk about it, but I have to remain calm during this, so I don't. <laughs> don't get
1: to the phone. By the way, tomorrow, David Olsen, Super Tuesday, too, right? A little sports guys talk politics. I believe it is. Yes, I believe it is. Battle, and, uh, for, battle for Ohio, right? Yeah, the battle for Ohio, a couple other states at stake, and uh, I know Vladimir Putin uh, you know, won over on the weekend. State. David, and t-
0: the other states. So if you, whoever wins Ohio, if uh, if Santorum wins Ohio, he has a chance to stay in the election. If he doesn't win Ohio, he has really no chance to stay in the election. Um,
1: not so, sure. I, for the most so lot, part. Is the, oh, that's all the Republican Party
0: cares about right now is Ohio, because that's yeah. what they're going to need to win Ohio in order to get Obama out. Not
1: sure. I, I, uh, I'll go with you about 75% of that. I'm not quite sure if I'm strong enough, but uh, Vladimir Putin won the elections, we think. Over the weekend in Russia, David Olson, any chance we might have Vladimir Putin as a guest right after our football talk tomorrow before March Madness? Could we sneak in Vladimir Putin? Still working on that. Uh, we're looking at an issue with the time difference, but I'll do what I can. <laughs> I forgot about the time difference. We'd be waking the we'd be waking the president up. Is he a president? So he'd be going
0: to bed. It'd be, we, it'd be after you know uh, fifteen vodka shots. <laughs>
1: Going you bed, it wouldn't be good. Oh, goodness. All right, Big Dog, we got to get out of here. Great. You hope you feel better, buddy, okay? I'll be all
0: right by tomorrow, I hope.
1: A little first stunts, but a happy Casimir Pulaski day to Big Dog, his family, and all of our Polish brethren out there. For David Olson, our producer, for the coach of the Big Dog, thank you so much for listening back at you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Have a great day. And don't forget our motto if the shoe fits, buy it. It's actually not my motto is my wife's. Have a great day.